It is time. Welcome to episode 226, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. 226. 226, yo. What? <laughs> so, hi, everybody. Welcome to the breakdown of our Sunday night show that we do on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Uh, so, here we are in part one where we catch up on our weeks. Yeah. We talk a little TV. We talk a little Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. We talk a little bit about what's in the box office. Stacey and I give our review of the number one movie of the box office. There you go. What? what? Uh, we talk a little video games and what's coming out. Yes, we do. And uh, that kind of puts a nice little bow on it. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, don't, I don't really have nothing yet at the moment. I'll think of something. Okay. I, I know that the Grammys are on tonight as we were recording. Yes. So I heard there was some. Uh, maybe well, after I'll, well, I'm going to watch it when I get home. Maybe I'll have more of a, a better review next week. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll uh, see you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. I think my mic is kind of. Yeah, yeah, I'm turning it down just a little bit there. That and also is kind of cut. So, hi. How's everybody doing this week? All right. Uh, just so you know, uh, not only are we, Ed and I here, but so Stacy. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what kind of listenership we'll have tonight. Two big things are happening. Okay. Number one, the Grammys. All right. But I say more importantly, The Walking Dead returns tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like who's singing? Who, ca- who cares? Walking Dead's on. Who's needing going to hit with a bat this week? You know? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, how was your week? Okay, it was uh, you know not really eventful. I did I did uh, watch uh, Legion uh, this week. It premiered on FX, the new uh, Marvel. Uh... Oh, the uh, like their their X. Men right, out. right. Well, Legion is uh, it's uh, it's based on the Marvel comics by Chris Claremont and Bill Schneckey. Sorry if I mispronounced that. You probably did. <laughs> this is a story about <laughs> of Scott Young, as uh, played by Dan Stevens, a troubled young man with who who may be more than human, diagnosed as. Whoops, there's more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Click on for soul, full summary. There we go. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he has psychological, he's in a psychological hospital for years now in his twenties, he's, uh, free once again. And Scott, uh, loses himself in the rhythm and structured regimen of life in the daily life. All right, whatever. So basically it's a, uh, if people who don't know who he is, he is, um, Charles Xavier's son in the, in the, in the, in the, in the series. Of course, they don't really mention that you, if you're a Marvel fan of this comic series, Legion, you know what you know who he is, right? But uh, generally, it's it's kind of like him coming up with these. He thinks he hears all these voices. He's going crazy. He tries to commit suicide. He ends up in a psychological uh, hospital, psych ward. psych ward, and then he's freed in, in a bizarre way. And then, of course, people are after him to try and figure out uh, like the mutants and you know why okay. and how, how powerful he is and that kind of stuff. And then, of course, mutants are there now trying to free him and bring him to the fold. Okay. So it's, it was interesting, the first episode. Did uh, they mention any of the, like, I'm assuming they didn't mention any. He was Professor X's kid. No, they did not. You know? Do you think they ever will? Uh, if they want to get ratings, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so how was the first episode? It, it, it was it was interesting, I have to say that much. I mean, uh, interesting does not necessarily mean good. Good, right. <laughs> um, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it was it was not like the normal kind of, it was like that, like the, it's like a watching all those psychedelic kind of shows and they go things back and forth and okay. it's like a timeline. So you're, you're hearing the, the past and now it's the present and, you know, so it's, it's that back and forth and it's everything, some things are in his mind, some things are not. And you have to kind of follow along and right at the end, you kind of get the whole idea of it. I was trying so careful not to make my can bag and I swing around and knock it over anyway. 
I apologize. <laughs> I'm getting too much airtime, so no. <laughs> so that's what it is. Yes. Um. See, like, well, you said you're interesting. Like, I was like, gonna say like Gotham's interesting, but I'm not watching that. No, I never found Gotham interesting at all. You know, I, after the first episode, I wasn't really too thrilled with it. I watched the whole first season because right. I, you can't base off one show. Like, right. You have to, yeah, kind of get into this. This has piqued my interest a little bit. So I will watch next Tuesday. It comes on at, uh, on FX, and I will watch the second episode. I'll watch a few episodes, and if it drags me in, I'll let you know. I mean, I'll, I'll that's what my dad does. He'll, he'll watch a show. He'll he he's a consumer of television, mm-hmm. like more th- more so than I ever thought. You know, he veges in front of the television a lot, right? And but he's always watching something. Yeah. Like yet, whenever he leaves the house, the History Channel's on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. But he'll watch like the Lethal Weapons. He was watching Rush Hour. He'll watch Twenty Four, and then he'll watch it until he a couple episodes in. And if he can follow along with what's going on, or if he, he finds anybody likable, he'll continue watching. But every once in a while, he's just like like Grim. He loves Grim. Loved Grim. Now I think he's watching it because the show's ending. Mm-hmm. So you now he feels like it's a requirement. <laughs> he's you know, he's like, look, I, I've been watching it for this long. I kind of fell off. He's like. It's not doing to him the way it used to when it first started. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Person of Interest. When that was on, he loved that show. But the last season is just like, yeah, you know what? It's time. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> um, there's like, we, him and I were watching like Bates Motel. And we like, after like three episodes, him and I were like, what? Hannibal was the same way. A lot of people loved that show, Hannibal. Dad and I, after the first episode, we're like, nothing about this show is remotely tied into anything. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, let's 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 ease into it. Like, let's maybe mm-hmm. take what you know and then kind of forget about it and try to accept it as an alternate reality. But even then, I was just like, eh, it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. It's probably why, like, at the last season, they decided to bring in the whole uh, Manhunter Red Dragon aspect to try to maybe one last time hook people in. Yeah. And it just didn't work. By that point, everyone was like, a lot of people were gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to let us know whether or not you are keep watching. Yeah. Anything else coming out on television that you're looking forward to? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. And I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, you know. And I mean, granted, I mean, a lot of stuff hasn't started this yet. I mean, a few shows have. I've been watching now Arrow and and uh, uh, Flash and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, but I mean, they they always keep my interest, you know. I, right. I and then Marvel's uh, Agents of Shield as well. I mean, you know. And it's more of I feel like obligated to watch this show uh, okay. than anything else. Not that I don't like it; it's just that it's just not as exciting because it's like you're not getting Thor, you're not getting Iron you're Man, you're not getting the A, you're yeah, not getting the A team, yeah. you're getting the B, C, D team. <laughs> right, exactly. I get it. I I was out of I liked Agents of Shields and I liked the characters and all, and then I kind of fell off. And I was really interested when they brought Ghost Rider in because mm. I heard he's. Really, really good on he the was. show. He was. He was good. I'm guessing he's no longer on the show. No, now they they they're giving they're, they're doing like 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 arcs and like now it's called LMD Life Model Decoy, which was a oh, okay. thing of Shield was that they would have robots that were androids that would be the the exact duplicate of somebody. Right. They would go in and do almost do a suicide mission to to do it, and of course that character dies, and you go, oh my god, like he died, and then right. all of a sudden, like the real life guy comes in <laughs> and comes, saves the day. There, everyone's going, I can't believe he's dead, and the guy comes off panel going, yeah, I know, it sucks, isn't it? And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Who are you? That was my life. My, uh, what do you call it? Nick Fury did it all the time. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like in the comic books, it was like, oh no, they killed Nick Fury. Oh no, there he is. He's right there. Like so. I mean, they're doing this a little differently. There was a guy who's creating these androids that. Once this book of power, basically, and uh, one of the uh, key agents is uh, Agent May. She's a uh, uh, they call her the uh, the cavalry because she comes in and she yeah, busts Ming heads Ming everywhere. Nang, Ming Yang Wan. Yes, yes, Ming Yang. Yeah, she was the voice of Mulan. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So tying it to Disney, I, I figured. So she's like, I have no idea who that is, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, you know, so they replaced her as a late mile decoy. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. So it's 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 gearing up that way. So they do arcs now, so to keep you like interested. So after this season, there'll be the next season. It'll, it'll start off the first half as something else. I think. Okay, I'm going to say this. It probably helps. The Walking Dead's been doing that model since it's first started mm-hmm. because the problem with most television is they 
especially on the big networks like ABC, CBS, NBC, they play lot new shows up until a certain point, and they've they've calculated that no one watches television during the winter months because they're all going out or holidays coming, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Mm-hmm. So they go, they take a break. Mm-hmm. Then they bring it up in the spring, and they usually go until like end of May, maybe early June, depending on you know the 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 twenty two or to twenty four episode arc they had. Right. Problem is when you try to do a show for twenty four episodes, you can you can't. It's it's once you get to that halfway part, and it's like okay, well now we're going to be off. See in February, by the time February comes around, you either go I forgot, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, right. Shit, I'm not interested now. Yeah, you know, or something else has captured my attention. So you, they, that's where they always said, like, you know, um, back when we were kids before cable, it was the season finale yeah. where Jr. gets shot, and you had to wait all summer to go who shot him, or like Super Supernatural does it, or Smallville did it too. Like this great big hook to make you go, ooh, what's going to happen? Flash does it too. I mean, the the CW verses I think are good at the the final hook, but what I was going to get at was that. Since they have that gap, Walking Dead has an arc, and it's 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. And then that 13 episodes brings them right to the winner. Like, okay, we'll see you in February. They finish that arc, and they leave you a little nugget about what's to plan for the next arc, which carries them through the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot, a lot of shows would learn more from that kind of model, and I think that that's what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing. Yeah, I mean, he said, it, may, it gives you, at least you go, well, Ace, if I miss half the season, it's not going to be crucial. Right. I'm not going to miss anything, you know, in terms of that way. The the But you, since you brought up Supernatural, I mean, Supernatural does the full length, like yeah. you said, and it does. It gets to a point where they have a main baddie that they're trying to stop through the whole series, and then every once in a while they'll do like a... A filler episode. A fill, exactly, a throwaway episode, a filler episode, as, as you call it. And, and and you go, what does this have to do with what's going on? And you're like, you know what? I'm along for the ride. And I mean, I'm glad Supernatural is less as long as I have. But this it's past a miracle. season, right? And this past season, though, it's kind of like really dragging, you know? Because it's, it's like it's, after you after you deal with the subject of God, it's right. like it pretty much is like there's there's it jumped the shark. Like there right. there it was, you know? There there that's what happened. Now that the whole God situation's been taken care of. Don't spoil it because I don't know. I'm not going to tell you, but right. once that was finished, now they're trying to do something else. It's like you, you just top, you, you can't top yourself. Once like you deal it. with God, what else is left? Right. You've already dealt with the devil. Both Dean and Sam have died numerous times throughout the course of the 13 years it's been on, yeah. 12 years. So it's like, well, what else is next? What else can you keep? But, like, look, I love the relationship. So, I mean, even those filler episodes, I'm like, okay, they get to go. Son of a bitch. Like, you yeah. get one of those, or there's a pie episode of some sort. You know, it's... But I do get it. It's like, well, it's a filler. Why don't you just take the chunk of meat that you want, your bad guy, do it in, like, the 13-episode arc, mm-hmm. or 15 episode, whatever you need to kind of do, and focus on that to be able to kind of go, okay, now we're done for this winter. Mm-hmm. We'll come back, and you already know that this person comes back. Ooh, we'll see you next Nick. We'll see you in the spring. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it just, you know, when it's a filler episode, cause it's always like, Oh, well, we're going to go here. Like, <laughs> but the bad guys in the other way. Yeah. Uh, filler episode. I can kind of fast forward through this one. Maybe. <laughs> cause I know nothing important is going to happen here. No one's going to suddenly die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, so yeah, but, but is there anything coming out, like, television-wise? Like, that you're sitting there going, oh, I can't wait for. No, honestly yeah. not, no. I mean, like, I'm looking forward to America Dad coming back again. I mean, they, they're, they're seasons coming up soon, so I always look forward to them. I enjoy America Dad more, probably more now than I do uh, Family Guy. Really? You know, I mean, Family Guy's still funny, but it's not as funny. Like, like it's... Well, it's hitting... I'm going to say it, it's getting the Simpsons effect. Exactly. Where it's... All right, it's the same routine over and over again. Set up punchline. Set up, I get it. Oh look, Peter's going to do something stupid. Stewie's going to try to be a smart ass about something. Brian's going to be drunk, and yeah. Lois will be upset. Yeah. Chris will be an idiot, and somebody will shut up. Meg, and there's the episode. Yeah, look, I just wrote an episode, <laughs> and I I love it. You know, maybe every once in a while you'll, think you'll get a giggity giggity. You know, but outside of that, it's like all right. When you're on for so long, it's, it, 
tends to get stale. Well, that's what that's what I like about American Dad. American Dad's been only on for a few seasons less than uh, Family Guy has. But the thing is, is those char- those characters never learn their lesson, right? You know, because <laughs> there's certain characters in American Dad that kind of change through the seasons, and they're, okay. they're kind of getting like a little bit more like softer or whatever. But these characters never learn their lesson, so it's just... always it's always ridiculously <laughs> stupid, no matter what. So you always laugh at it. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> You're like. And you go, well, wait a minute. It didn't stand in this episode. You know, you become a super nerd now. You go, uh-huh. in this episode, wasn't he more in, against this? In and- episode 17 of season three, Stan specifically said he didn't like tuna fish. But yet here, in this episode, he's clearly eating tuna. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like that off the wall. It's like you, you just pretty much forget everything that happens in the past. Right. But of course, though. That's the thing about America Dad, or uh, yeah, America Dad is, is that they have little story arcs that has nothing to do with the show at all. <laughs> like one season, uh, the alien uh, shit at a thing of gold with diamonds right. and rubies in it, <laughs> and that was like that's a subplot through the whole. Like, and like two seasons later, they'll bring it back up. Like the senator has it, <laughs> and he's like, I, "I have to resign for the you know the post, blah blah." blah. And this guy who's his. A campaign manager who's trying to go goes, no, you can't do this. And he sees the gold. Now he wants it. So they fight over it and he kills him. <laughs> and it ends up like falling under a chair and they arrest the guy that he just killed. <laughs> and now the cleaning woman's cleaning up and now finds it. So now she takes off with it. Now we won't know what happens to it for like maybe another four or five episodes or maybe next season kind of thing. Or there was this thing about squirrels. Like there was a, there was a, they, they, American Dad made a mention about a, a, a treehouse. There was something going on. There was these three squirrels. One was an idiot squirrel. One was like a son that was like, okay. And then the mother. And the mother was eating all this chocolate when she dies. Okay. You know? <laughs> and then the house burns. The the, the treehouse tree burns down because there was a, a uh, storm. But they, that's the thing. Like, like it, It's one of those type of things where you forget about the squirrels. And then all of a sudden the... Uh, there's a like a like a rainstorm or whatever in the episode, and it hits the house and it starts on fire. And then they zoom into the house, <laughs> and the squirrels. Now, now that episode's going on with the squirrels. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like one of those type of things that just they add those little nuances to it. And you just laugh at it because it's stupid, but it's it's funny, you know, at the same time. So, but that's pretty much it. Of course, we did our movie of the week, which we'll get to in a few minutes. What did you do this week? Um, worked a shit ton. I work a shit ton. Yes, it was nonstop working for me for some reason. Okay. Um, normal schedule. Then I had to come in a day to cover for you know a sick colleague. So uh, to the, I think it was a good six days straight. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm needless to say, like every pore of my body is like, I just need, I just need a day off. Just give me one full day where I can maybe just lay in bed or sit in my chair, my hand in my shorts. You know, just kind of going. Uh, I'm just going to do nothing. Just <laughs> lay in bed, fart, and watch TV. You know, like veg. You know, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I know. I go, well, Tuesday we're going to go to the art museum. So yeah. stay tuned next week for that story. Wow. Um, we did catch We did start. Well, I did finish Luke Cage finally. Okay. I loved the show. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Very satisfied with that. Um, but we did start watching the Santa Clarita Diet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it stars uh, Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but I don't know if I could watch the whole season. Okay, like we start watching the first episode's great. The setup is because like, I didn't know what it was about. I just knew that Drew Barrymore was eating like something, mm-hmm. which was a human. Thought it was going to be cannibalism. Turns out she winds up becoming a zombie. Okay. No one knows how because one day she was just fine, and then she's a her and her husband are real estate agents, mm. <clears throat> and they're showing a house, and she throws up an enormous amount of stuff, like obnoxiously, like it, it's funny, 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 stops being funny, starts being gross, then gets funny again. Yeah, that kind of you know, like, <laughs> it's kind of the uh, 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 oh, okay, enough already. Oh, we, we get it. We get it. Oh, oh. Oh, that's funny. So, Just like that. <laughs> and next thing you know, she has the desire. She can't eat anything except for like meat, raw meat, chicken, and things like that. And by the end of the first episode, she actually goes full-blown zombie mm. as far as um, like because like, Nathan Fillion's in the first episode, <laughs> and he plays this really a dick 
like a competitor, not a competitor, but a coworker mm-hmm. who's also a real estate. He's new in town and he's like really good. But he's really obnoxious and really over the top obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And he's like at a bar where she's now like a zombie. She doesn't know what she is at really, but she's like not her whole attitudes, her id's taken over basically. Mm-hmm. She can't control her compulsions and her impulses. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So like where before she was very, um, like conservative and mm-hmm. she didn't wear crazy things. She wasn't a drinker, like nothing like that. Right. Once this happens to her and we still don't know like how, hopefully they'll say like how it mm-hmm. happened. Cause if not, I'm gonna be real confused, but eventually she's like going out to party and she wants to drink and she's like really <coughs> rude and she can't, she like has no filter anymore. Like okay. she, there's like a part of her brain that would normally tell you don't do that. It's bad. She doesn't have that anymore mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And uh, so she he, he's coming on to her like and how she's he's her first victim. Okay. And the problem is after she tastes the human flesh, she now can't have anything else but human flesh. Mm-hmm. So now here's the problem. Like, well, the the crux of the story, besides being a zombie in Santa Clarita, um, she's got two neighbors who are cops. One's like <laughs> a sheriff. One's like uh like. Oh, like a state cop. Okay. But the, the sheriff guy is a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, and they try and now, and her husband played by Tim Lee, Timothy Oliphant, who has been a bad guy in the, in live free or die hard. Mm-hmm. More notably by her is the lead and justified. Mm-hmm. Usually plays pretty much a hard ass kind of guy. Yeah. To see him as the supportive husband is a little, it's like a, a Jacques position. It's kind of funny, but also kind of weird to watch because mm-hmm. you're so used to him being like, I'll take care of everything. But now he's like, no, no, it's okay, honey. We'll, we'll get through this. We'll, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's weird. And he's like, well, we'll just have to kill people. And he, and he's trying to be upbeat and be supportive, but behind the scenes, he's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they have a daughter who, who's there, you know, she's 16, 16. And so now because, you know, her mom's now a zombie, fuck it. Life doesn't really matter at this point. So she's becoming a little bit rebellious about her own life. She doesn't want to go to school. She's like, how can – I can't sit in a class all day and focus (coughs) because this is what my life has become. She's she's skipping school. She's trying to, like, do something that – what I think is take her mind off the fact that her mother is now eating people. You know? Because, I mean, she's good. Like, Mm -hmm. she she plays – the, the girl plays the role really well. Like, you can feel that she doesn't really know how to feel about her mom becoming a zombie. Okay. But she's like, all right, it's my mom. So I guess, as a family, we're going to deal with this. But the thing she's doing, she has no fucking clue how she's going to do. Like, her actions mm. are speaking for her. Okay. So We got three episodes in, and she kind of, not I wouldn't say bow, but it, it is gory. Like when she decides to go full blown eat somebody, it, there's blood shooting out. It, it it's over the top blood and gore again to do the <laughs> oh shit mm-hmm. like kind of shock value humor. Yeah, um, it's funny to see Drew Barrymore doing it because I, I mean, let's face it, for you and I, we watched Drew Barrymore grow up on the big screen. Yes, so it's kind of like I've seen ET. Right, yeah, but you saw E.T. years after. I know, we but saw, I've still seen it. We saw E.T. when she... We knew Drew Barrymore when she was a 13-year-old drunk. <laughs> you know, when she was dating Corey Feldman. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. So we got so to see her kind of be on screen again. I always liked her. I always yeah. found her enjoyable to watch. She's very... I'm going to say, I hate to say it, like down-to-earthy mm-hmm. with her kind of attitude. Right. So it's cute to watch her, you know, see Nathan Philly, and I'm like, I, this is a one-off for him. It's, he probably was like, wait, I get to be her first victim? Sure, why not? Right. You know, Andy Richter was also in, she play, he plays her boss, and it's got, like, some neat little, like, show-up characters. Like, here's a character. I'm like, I know that person. That person's, holy crap, I can't believe, like, Patton Oswald was on an episode as um, a guy who specializes in um, viruses. That Timothy Oliphant went to go talk to. Mm. I don't know if that. I don't know if he's gonna be a recurring character or not. But he's in it for like ten minutes. I'm like, oh, look at everybody, Pat Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's it's got it's it's you know perks and it's funny, it's right. cute. But I don't know. It's it's. 
I don't think my life would be like, oh, I got to see what's... I got to binge watch this season. Because yeah. I'd be like, oh, you know what? I got nothing to do. Maybe a half hour. Let me go see what's going on there. Mm. You know, um, we heard... We did go to the movies on Friday. Okay. Um, we'll get to that at the top five. All right. Uh, did we do anything else? Um, I mean, we went shoe shopping. Yes, we did. <laughs> eh? We went shoe shopping. <laughs> I got new sneakers. She's got new sneakers. It took Sean like two seconds to get a shoe. We walked into Famous Footwear. He seen the pair. He put them on. He was like, "All right, this is it." Went to the counter. The whole from the minute we were in the door to the eh. minute we got out of the door, ten minutes max. Like, and that's like stretching it a little bit. It would have been five, but we didn't pause for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Because I seen some. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, since we're here, you know, I, I'm a girl. If you are in a, a relationship with a female, you know that she's a shoe person, right? Like, it just is. Maybe, like, in different levels of being a shoe person. Like, some people can just go in and be like, I want this shoe, I'm out. Mm-hmm. But at some point, when a girl goes to buy shoes, she's going to look a little. You know, like, to see what the options are. Right? right. <laughs> so, <laughs> a fun fact about me, I love Converse. Love. It's my favorite shoe ever. It's mm-hmm. like a classic black Converse. Like, you just can't beat that to me. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. Oddly enough, that's not the shoe that I actually bought the exact opposite of that. Strap it. So the night before we went, because he was supposed to get shoes like two weeks ago. He was supposed to do it while I was gone. He didn't do it. So I'm like, you're off Friday. Your shoes are squeaking. Your feet are hurting. You need new shoes. Supportive girlfriend, we're going to get you some new shoes. Right, right, right. Because, you know, if I don't make him do it, he's not going to do it. (laughs) So the night before, we're like looking at shoes, and I see a pair of Converse that are tie-dye. Mm-hmm. I love if it sparkles and it's colorful, just get it. Like mm. you don't even have to think about it. Stacy's gonna love it. It's sparkly or colorful. If it's both, oh, it's a done deal, right? Like nice. don't sold. So <laughs> I see these tie dye converse and they're at Journeys, which is at the Willow Grove Mall, not at Famous Footwear, but okay. there's a Famous Footwear like right across the street from it. So we're like, all right. So we we go to Famous Footwear. We're in and out. I see a pair of. Converse, which I'm going to refer to as Chuck's because Chuck Taylor and all of that. So we see a pair of those that I liked, but with me with shoes, I have to, as soon as I see them, it's like they're the ones. Like mm. they just speak to me, right? And I do own like quite a few Buy pair me. of shoes. Buy me. So I see this pair and they're really colorful. They're kind of like um, geometric looking in pattern, super colorful though. I'm like, all right, I like these. I put them on and they're just not speaking to me. So I'm like, babe, we got to go to Journeys and try the tie-dye ones. We have to. I already know that they exist. That's where I fucked up. Had I, <laughs> had I not gone to Journey's website the night before and knew that the tie-dye ones exist, I may have been able to get the ones at Famous Footwear. Okay. But because I knew they exist, they just wouldn't, they just weren't doing it for me. Like, right. They just weren't. So we go to Journey's. We see them. They don't have them in my size. Um. So the lady brings me out another pair that are like, um... Like patent leather silver, but like chrome looking kind okay. of, you know, like if you move them, they change like a color kind of, mm. uh, like an iridescent ish, I guess. Okay. Um, I've seen these shoes a few times and I love them, but every time I put them on my feet, I hate them. They're made out of like plastic. So they, they get like a crease in them okay. and I'm like borderline OCD. He mm. would say that I'm above borderline. Oh, Full blown OCD. <laughs> okay. I'm, I say borderline because I'm not I mean, as bad. she's OCD, E, and F. Go <laughs> 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 fuck yourself. You stuck with me. <laughs> so she brings them and she's like, well, you like colorful. You like shiny. Here, try these. And I'm like, fuck. I've tried these a couple times. Every time. Once I get them on my foot, I never like them anymore. But all right. I'll give them another shot. Like, maybe this time I'll like them. Yeah. So I put them on. I didn't even lace them up. I'm like, nope. They're just, I still can't get past, like, the creases. and the, it, They just don't look good. Hey. Like, I don't know how to explain it without you seeing They look them. better on a wall than on her feet. They do. They do. Okay. Um, so journey, as long as there's a foot not in them, they're fine. Right. Yes. Okay. Once you get your foot in them, the way that your foot is shaped, they kind of bend. It just looks funny. Yeah. Right? Like, it just, it just does. So... I happen to know that Journeys has a sister store called She that only sells like women's shoes, um, boots and high heels and like girl sneakers and okay. stuff like that. I know about that because I'm a shoe person. So Sean asked the lady, he's like, you know, is there another store that has them? And I'm like, she's downstairs. Like, 
because I'm supportive that way. Yes. I'm like, all right, because she was like, oh well, no. she was ready to give up. I I, I, I'm, I'm Mr. Well, Hail Mary, pass it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Is there a store close by? Who knows? And then that's when she said, yeah, downstairs. Yeah. So the lady comes over and she's like, well, our sister store, she has um, a fun fact about journeys. They get commission on every pair of shoes that they sell. So by her having to send me to the other store, she lost out, which is why she didn't offer. Oh, well, our sister store, the level down, mm-hmm. same place, just downstairs has them in your size. So I go down there and the lady has them. She's like, do you want to try them on? I'm like, I'm going to try them on just for like to make sure. Cause like, mm. God forbid I buy them. And then I hate them once I put them on my feet. I put them on. I'm like, mm, these are the ones that's it sold. Like that. Did, I don't even have to think about it anymore. Okay. So now I have tie dye converse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That process took a little longer than mine. <laughs> it, did. It, did. it took like, like 45 minutes okay. at least. <laughs> yeah. And then we, uh, then we were going to spend like, well, we spent, it was Friday we did it. It was Friday morning we went to the movies. Mm. And I was supposed to, you know, had a day off. I was going to relax. Halfway through the shoe buying process, I got to, hey, can you come in tonight? And I was like, okay. Like, you know, we, they needed me because we were man down. So I was like, all right. So, you know, it kind of cut my day short. Mm. My day was short. I don't like it. But we did go see the movies. All right. So yes. let's see where it fell. In the top five. Because there's a couple of movies I'm interested to see where they landed. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> number, so. Let's go with the top five movies. Here we go, kids. Number five was the number four movie of last week, Hidden Figures. It made $8 million over the weekend and 131.45 over the eight weeks of release with a $25 million budget. So, wow. Nice. All uh, right. Number four was the number one movie. It got dethroned, Split. It made $9.32 million over the weekend and 112.2 overall in the four weeks of release with a $9 million budget. I uh, had a f- We still want to go see it. Yes. So I think we might since we are off the next couple of days. I am off the next couple of days. <laughs> I definitely foresee a movie and a trip involved. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, well, maybe not because tomorrow we got plants. The building kind. Lego building kind. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh but I heard some one of the my one of the guys that came in at work and was like split was really good. Okay, good. What's wrong, Ed? Mom. All right, the number three movie was a new release. John Wick, chapter two. It made thirty million dollars. Thirty million dollars. That's not bad for a weekend. Yeah. Uh it was, that's a few thirty weeks. That's where it sits with the total gross. I don't have a budget for that one, so I don't know if that's good. First or not. week. I mean I'm gonna say it's probably pretty decent. Yeah. I mean it's not like John Wick was a hundred million dollar made movie. It was probably in the fifties or sixties. All right, a number two movie was a new release as well. Okay. Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, somebody's excited. Apparently. She's excited it didn't come in number one. Yeah, that's because okay. I not uh, okay. know what beat it. Well, that <laughs> made 46.79. 46.5. Well, okay, okay, no, hold on for a second, though. Two years ago when the first one came out, it broke the $100 million weekend. Okay. You know, it was like $84 million, so it got cut in half. Yeah. You know, for its opening weekend. So that's uh, that's saying something about that series. And that's the total gross because it's the first week release with a $55 million budget. So $9 million or more to well, they're go. Make a, they're they're going to make, make another movie because it's, it's a trilogy. Of course, probably, probably Valentine's Day weekend it's going to. Well, they were supposed to. When the first one came out, they said it was, they were going to do every Valentine's Day every, for the next three years. It was going to be the next a one. A shitty movie, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then after the first one hit the, you know, made a huge big splash it was there was like rumblings like the director didn't like the writer because the writer's the one who wrote the books and the writer was bitching about the director it was like this big like big giant pissing match and and they were like it put one up postponing postponing the production to have the second one come out the next year yeah because it should have came out last year Mm -hmm. so i'm i was like well all right you know like, I didn't see the first one because I read the book because she was a, she's a fan of the book. You know? I read all three of the books mm-hmm. in like a week and a half's time. They really sucked me in. The writing, eh, whatever. But I can get past that. Believe it or not, there's a love story in it. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm sure there is. <laughs> um, it just doesn't look tantalizing as a normal love story. To oh, me. it's definitely not normal. Yeah, that's for sure. It's it's. It's, from what from what I've understood from what he read and yeah, what I've heard. It's definitely not normal. 
the first movie takes the love story away from it. It's like watching a softcore porn is what the surf. That's what it really comes down to. Mm. Yes, there are sex scenes in the book. But if you can get like past that, there really is a great character connection between Christian and Anastasia. Once you get past all the other stuff. I did see the first movie and hated it. I'm like sworn off 50 grades. I want to like go protest it with like a picket. <laughs> 50 shades. Oh, what did I say? 50, 50 grades. grades. Oh, whatever. Same, same thing. Same thing. It's the school, she just shortened it. It's the school it's, teacher. It's, it's a politically correct way of saying it. If I was texting it, that's text speech. There you <laughs> go. There you go. I got it right. <laughs> because it came in number two, that means I now know what number one was. And I have a lot of people on my Facebook that were saying that it was going to beat out what the number one is. So when we go on break, I'm going to be like, ha, 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 ha. Well, the number one movie was A Dog's Purpose. No. no. <laughs> 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 I hate you. <laughs> no, the number one movie, which I am not surprised in the least, was the Lego Batman movie. It made $55.635 million. Wow. $55.635 million. That's great for opening weekend on a Lego, Lego movie. And I'm going to say probably the best Batman movie ever made. All right, well, uh, let me get finished and then you go into it. So that's a total gross so far of the one weekend release, and it has an $80 million budget. So it'll make it. It'll make it. It'll make it back in like three days. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap, what a great movie it was. Would you like to start there, sweetheart? Yeah, because I feel like you're going to have more to say. All right. (laughs) So I'll just go get mine out of the way. It really was a phenomenal Batman movie. Like, yeah, it's a Lego movie, but it's a Batman Lego movie. It really was really, really good. It's like one of the best Batmans, like, ever. Like, he, what's the guy's name? Will Arnett. It does a great Batman. Phenomenal. Whoever wrote the script for what he's supposed to say, that guy deserves a medal because it was fucking hysterical. (laughs) Like, so, so funny. I was telling Sean when we left, I feel like I wanted to pause it. Like, like if we were at home watching it, I'd have paused it like every 10 minutes because there's so much going on, like in the background that you want to see. Like at one point there's like a wall in the, um, Wayne Manor that has a bunch of pictures all over it of like, um, his parents and him and all of that. And because there's like something going on, you instinctively want to focus on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but what are all the pictures of? Okay. Like, I feel like there's like little Easter eggs in it, right. you know, something to give you that a you would bit. have to pause to be able to like really appreciate it. Okay. And then there's like literally every single Batman villain that has ever been done. Sean's going to go into that a little deeper. So I'll let him keep that. Every <laughs> single person from like 66 on up that has appeared in Batman has a Lego figurine in this movie. Okay. And they all come out at one point in time. So, like, you want to see, like, every single individual. We got to buy it just so that I can pause it <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be able to, like, really appreciate everything that's going so on. So there's a future purchase for that. Yes. Yes. Oh, totally. Okay. Yes. It was hysterical. It's a kid's movie only because it's Lego. Yeah. And Batman. Only because of that. For no, it wasn't like inappropriate funny by any means, Mm -hmm. but it was like if you, if you weren't of a certain age or didn't know Batman knowledge, you weren't going to get the funny that they were making. Mm. Like he poked fun at the eight and nine movie. He poked fun at 66 series. Like the children in the audience, I've never been in a kid's movie that was so fucking silent. It was like there weren't any children in the theater. Mm. And we went at like 11 o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't on like a Friday. So there wasn't like a lot of kids, but it felt like there weren't any kids in it because every funny that happened, me, Sean, and a couple of the other adults were the only ones laughing. Mm. It's like the kids didn't get it right. because they're too young. It really did feel like an adult Lego movie. Okay. Like to the core. Yeah. I was looking, I, I caught up the IMDb page because I was always curious about the voice talent. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I knew the, the big ones. Like, I knew that Will Arnett was Batman. I right. knew Michael Sarah was Robin. Yeah. He was from uh, Superbad. Okay. Okay. Um, Rosario Dawson's Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, well, Ray Fiennes was Alfred. Okay. Voldemort. Um, but then for, for Batman's computer, it's Siri. All right. <laughs> 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 Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. Uh, Jenny Slate's Harley Quinn. But then there's Conan O'Brien as the Riddler, 
Doug Benson is Bane. Billy D. Williams is Two Face. Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, as uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you say that Billy D. Williams was Two Face? Yes, I did. Now that's a good. That's a good that, throwback. See, see, that's where they, they completed that circle because Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent in the first ba- Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember being a kid you know, when we saw that one. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if Billy D. Williams is going to be Two Face because." That's going to be fucking great. Right, yeah. But it, it fell never apart. Came, yeah. It never came to be because by the time they did Two-Face, it was Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, so these guys must have known. They're like, you know who we need to get is Two-Face? Billy D. Yeah. The coolest cat in the galaxy. <laughs> you know, so then you have um, Eddie Izzard played, um, a, a little bit of a spoiler here, Voldemort. Um you had Shane, uh, Channing Tatum as Superman, mm-hmm. Jonah Hill as Green Lantern, Adam Devine as The Flash, Hector Al- uh, Al- Alonzo is Jim Gordon. Um, there's and they have two people as the mayor. One of them being Mariah Carey, but I don't know how that like I don't know how it worked. I was I, the way the character acted. I was kind of hoping it would have been Oprah because she's like hey over the top kind of hat, yeah. but. <clears throat> as far as as a Batman sixty six fan, there was moments where I wanted to pause it because just to see the the plot is very and this is gonna it's the first Batman movie to actually establish a decent relationship between Batman and Joker. Oh, yes. Not as Joker is is like I need you to tell me I'm I'm the best. Your your most hated villain. I'm I'm. It's you and me. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, no, fuck you. I don't give a shit about you. Joker takes that as a scorned lover. Yeah, is the best way to put it. He becomes hurt by that. <laughs> you know. So he has this. We well, uh, see that in the trailer, right? <laughs> but I mean, you think, okay, well, it's a it's a one off joke. Yeah, it's not. It's the plot of the entire movie. Because there's a scene where Batman's like when Batman comes home after saving this big gigantic fight scene where he beats the shit out of everybody, and I wanted to pause it because you got to see King Tut from the '66 Batman. Wow, Egghead had a couple of good shots. I'm like a Lego Egghead from Batman '66. You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> so he comes home and he's in his big giant theater, right? And, yeah. You know, in his own house, and he's watching Jerry Maguire. And, <laughs> now, and, is it Lego Jerry Maguire or live no, action? No, live action Jerry Maguire. Maguire. He's okay. watching a live action, the, the movie itself, and it's the part where he, you know, he's like, you complete me. You know, yeah, that, that whole bit. And Batman's watching me eat popcorn. I mean, like, the theater was huge, and it's empty. And as soon as that scene comes on, she's like, you had me at hello. Batman just goes, <laughs> so clearly he's got relationship issues. <laughs> you know, so he kind of Joker is so upset by this that he comes up with a plan because, like I said, Superman's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Superman puts General Zod into the Phantom Zone, and they're talking to Superman. Superman's like, "Well, you know what? I feel bad that I have to do that because we're from the same planet. He is my, you know." I, I, he makes it like Superman gets the relationship that him and Zod have. Yeah. And Joker wants that relationship that bad for him and Batman. <laughs> so he devises a plan that after Jim Gordon retires, Barbara Gordon's now the commissioner. Yeah. And Barbara wants to have this relationship with Batman of we can work together. We don't need vigilantism. We can we can be a team. And Batman's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm Batman. Like that doesn't work that for that doesn't work for me. But Joker surrenders, and and to Barbara and all the all the villains surrender. So there's no crime in Gotham City, but Joker is trying to. And Batman's like a little upset. He's like, "Well, no, Joker's up to something." And Joker kind of convinces Batman that Joker needs to be put into the Phantom Zone. Why? Because that's where all the good bad guys are. Yeah, you know, all these Gotham characters are second rate criminals, like Scarecrow. Pff, like, yeah. I'm I'm above this. You can't just go after these people. They're they're nothing like the way I am to you, Batman. So uh, you know, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So you know, like I said, the spoiler. He does go up to the Phantom Zone, right. where he um, finds a way to um, get er- to break everybody out. All the bad guys. All the bad guys. There. Now, not Superman's bad guys. Bad guys like get this roster ready. The Eye of Sauron, the Tower. <laughs> The Kraken, <laughs> King Kong, 
Wicked Witch of the West, <laughs> Voldemort, <laughs> the Daleks, and the Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it going, well, you guys are just trying to sell toys now. Because like, they're all in Lego Dimensions Wave 2. I'm going, oh, you son, I want, I want Lego Gremlins Everyone. now. Every single one, I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they all have their own voices. Like the ISRN talks, and mm. and it's like <laughs> so funny. It's just like, and then, like I said, obviously it succeeds. But there is this moment of how like Batman has to kind of grow as a person, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny as hell. Like, I literally when we when we left, I wanted to see the movie again that day. Wow. Yeah. Because it like was so good. Because I was just like, because I was like her. I was like, I really did want to kind of pause some scenes or, or replay a couple jokes. Because it was so good and so funny. I was like, it's a keeper. It's a keeper in such a way, Ed, yeah. that I went out. And this Friday, this past Friday, um, something was released. We don't talk about these releases because they're expansions yeah. to Lego Dimensions. Yeah, They came out with a Lego Batman movie story pack. You know, for Lego Dimensions, which was supposed to be like it's one of the fifty dollars ones where you play the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was on sale for like thirty bucks. I was like, I'm not fucking that. I need that. You yeah. know. So that's what we're gonna do tomorrow. We're gonna put it together. We're gonna, her and I gotta play Lego Dimensions while we put together the new back pewter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was really nice, if you're a Batman fan, when he goes through like the Batcave and mm-hmm. you see all his cars. I mean, you see all his cars. Like, I saw the Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I saw the Batman and Robin Batmobile. I saw the Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. I saw the Batman 66. I saw stuff from the comic books. It is like, like if you're a Batman fan, this, this catered to everything that mm-hmm. you loved as Batman. Like, it was just so fun to watch. Every suit, every yeah. car, every condiment king's in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything. Wow. Like, it was just... Perfect. It was just so perfect. I mean, and not. I mean, and, and like I and was a fan of um, the Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great movie, great kids movie, good message. This message was just kind of like it was basically Batman and Joker are in a relationship. You need to realize that and deal with it because yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like this huge scene where Joker's like crying because he wants. And he doesn't want Batman to tell him that he he wants him to tell him that he hates him. Yeah, like he he's like I am your mortal enemy. Why don't you get it? And Batman's like, I don't depend on anyone, you know, because he's fucking Batman and he's a Lego Batman. So he like cranks up the sass like, <laughs> oh <five> yeah, <laughs> it's like so much worse than regular Batman. <clears throat> Purposely is why they did that, but it's perfect. It's fucking perfect. And the Joker is like. Trying, like crying, trying to convince him to. He's like, "Tell me you hate me. Just tell me you hate me." And he's like, "No, no." And Joker's like, "I'm gonna make you say it, and and you're gonna you're gonna appreciate me." And and <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's the yeah. Joker Batman relationship that every real Batman fan has been begging to see. The fact that a fucking Lego movie <laughs> is what it took to make it happen is ridiculous, but appreciated. <laughs> so good. One of my favorite things I'm going to spoil this is that in order to get Joker to the Phantom Zone, he needs the gun to transport it. Yeah. Well, that gun is in a like a, a cell at the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Batman is too big to get through the crawl spaces. Right? Yeah. So he accidentally, at a party, adopted Robin. <laughs> he didn't mean it. <laughs> like, he totally didn't mean it. Because he was, he was enamored by Barbara Gordon's beauty. Because yeah. they're kind of like the same age. So Michael Robin's like talking to him, and Dick, you know, and, yeah. and he's like, you know, my name's Richard Grayson, but, you know, people call, people call me Dick. And Batman's so oblivious, like, you know, well, kids can be, kids can be cruel. You know, like, <laughs> and, and, and he accidentally adopts Robin, but then he has this idea is like, well, I'm too big because I got broad chest, big chest. I got a nine pack and broad shoulders. And of course I can't do it, but I got him. So he kind of takes Robin only to get the gun. And his idea is like, okay, I'm going to distract Batman, I mean Superman, because he lives in this big place of solitude, of aloneness, and like you were kindred spirits, and you know, knocks on the door, and Superman knows the door, like like, like kind of part way, he's like, oh, 
hi. And Batman's like, you know, I know that you're alone, and I figured I'd keep you company. And in the background, it's... <laughs> you're like, what the hell? And Batman's like, you know, I, I see you're alone, so I figured I'd come over and keep you company. And Superman's like, no, 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 it's, 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 it's all right. Well, he opens the door, and it's the Justice League 57th anniversary party. <laughs> Batman was never invited. To any of them. <laughs> to any of them. And there's a moment he walks in, and Superman's like, hey, everybody, Batman's here. And they all just stare, and like, like for a good 10 seconds, not an awkward silence. And they're like, oh, hey. He's like, oh, I, I see you're busy, um. I'll just go over here, like you know. It's, it's so, and then Flash runs up. He's like, "Hey, how you doing, Batman? You know, can you do me a favor? Can we need a photo? So can you, you know, here, take this here, here, take my phone. So there's a big giant, you know, roster: Green Lanterns, Hawk, everybody that's yeah. ever been in the Justice League in that entire picture, except for Batman, because he's been designated to take the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I was in tears. It's hysterical. <laughs> I could not stop laughing the awkwardness of the. He's like, oh, uh, hi. and he's just like trying to. And of course, Robin's doing his own thing. But it was just like, oh my god, is this how like how they treated him? It's so funny. It was like my favorite part of the entire movie. Just that, like, especially when it's Chain of Daddy opened the door, like, oh, uh, hi, like. What are you doing here? <laughs> well, I was in the area. I just thought I'd come over. <laughs> oh, no. There's like lights going on. <laughs> it's like a disco in there. <laughs> There's a DJ and everything. <laughs> and they all just stop because they're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> he's here. <laughs> I can't wait to just have that on a loop. I'm like, oh, such a great scene. So I, I her and I highly recommend this movie, yes. especially... If you have kids, take them because it's a, it's a kids' film. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a Batman fan, perfect Batman movie. Uh, yeah, like I, it was so good. <laughs> I I want to see. I, I every time I talk about it, I want to make. I want to see it again because that's how much. That's how much fun that movie was. Well, that's great. So that's my pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, real quick, well, you know what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD this week? Yeah, I do. Why don't you tell us? Ed? All right, here we go. Uh, first one is Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. It's coming out in Ultra HD, Digital HD, 4K, Blu-ray, DVD. And coloring book. Yes. This is the movie that Ang Lee did. It's yeah. They're honoring a kid in the Army during a halftime show. And mm-hmm. I guess, you know, while he's getting ready to take that walk, they flash back to what brought him to that moment. So I guess... He you know, read the synopsis pretty much. That is was, that it? Because yeah. I remember seeing the trailer like two years ago. Yes. And I'm like, well, did that movie ever come out? And then I know... That it, it, was went, like, it came and went. I don't think it was... It like, was like a... Shoo! Now on DVD. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, what else you got? Uh, one, million, one Million Years BC is coming out on Blu-ray. That's where Welsh. That's, yeah. where, that's where she turned into the sex symbol. That's right. In that fur bikini. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the Age of 17 is coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. That's, okay, I got to be honest, kind of wanted to see that. That's, that's the one with uh, Woody Harrelson yeah. and the girl. She's all sassy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like her teacher. Yep. All right. Uh, King Cobra is <laughs> also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. I have no idea what that is. It has uh, had some people. Christian in, Slater, right? That's, yeah, Christian Slater, somebody else, uh, one of the other big names. James Franco's in it as well. All right. So that's why I kind of mentioned it. Anyway. Okay. Uh, it Came From Outer Space is coming out on Blu-ray. It's an old sci-fi movie. Ooh, yeah. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken's also coming out on Blu-ray this week. No way. Yes. Don not. <laughs> Sorry, it's a visual joke, but it's how my Don not burns in the lips. <laughs> that was just done for the two of you. <laughs> Anybody's ever seen the, uh, you know, what do you call it? His company, the later years when he was the. the, the... Mr. Furley? Yes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Surprise look at his face. Anyway, really anything. Andy Griffith Show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Andy. <laughs> the reluctant astronaut. Do it again. <laughs> I have no idea what that is or any of that, so that's just funny to me. <laughs> but I, dead on, Don Knotts. That's it. That's it. 
All right, what else you got? Uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the complete series is coming out on Blu-ray. It's a box set. Okay. And then we have uh, Beavis and Butthead coming out on a DVD, the complete collection. Really? It includes the old episode, 90s episodes and the new ones. Okay. Uh, Nash Bridget Season 3 and 4 is coming out on Blu-ray oh, yeah. this week. yeah. So if you want to get more of your Nash, Nash Bridges fix in, there you go. Uh, Kojak Season 1 is coming out on DVD. Really? You taking that long? <laughs> is it the original Kojak That's, or the no, Big Rings? Original. Oh. original. You're beautiful, baby. Tell you Savalas. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, Cartoon Network's The Powerpuff Girls Volume 1. Wow. Terror Troubled is coming out on DVD. Okay. Then we have the Four Kids Dog Pound Pack coming out on DVD, which is Huckleberry Hound, Hong Kong Fooey, uh, Tex Avery's Droopy Dog, and Dick Dastily's uh, Muttley. The flying oh, I love Muttley. <laughs> And finally, I have on the list here is the Night of the Living Dead comic book collector's edition, which is a motion comic of the Night of the Living Dead comic book. Okay. It's coming out on DVD. All right. Wow. So, is there any honorable mentions you'd like to add to the list? Or... Uh, honestly, no. I mean, if you covered all the good ones. Yeah. Like, I don't, there's not even like a, oh, look, that's out. Like, usually I slip one in and you go, oh, that wasn't on the list. Like, yeah. They kind of drop last second. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Wow. I mean, there is the knockoff uh, Blaze, the uh, Blaze and the Monster Machines. It's like, oh, it's a ripoff of cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention the fact that we didn't mention Trolls last week. Apparently, Trolls came out last Tuesday. Trolls? Trolls. Wow. I want to get that. <laughs> I do. I like that song. <laughs> yeah. I like, and I was like, the part where he grabs the guitar and throws it in the fire. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right. Well, then, uh, that's taken care of what's coming out in video games then. Video games Ride 2 by Milestone is coming out for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. All right. Uh, for Honor by Ubisoft is for PS4 and Xbox One, and that's okay. also a Tuesday release. Sniper Elite 4 by Sold Out for the PS4 and Xbox One. And that's also a Tuesday release. Uh, okay. I mean, I like Sniper Elite, though. I mean, that's a good series. Okay. That's one with the bullet cam. Oh, yeah, okay. But they have, they up the ante. Not only is it the bullet cam, like, basically the bullet cam is when you shoot it, get, like, a nice shot, it slows, you follow the bullet, and you see an x-ray of your victim, and you see the bullet travel through the body. Mm-hmm. Well, now they upped it because everyone goes, well, that's that's so great. Let's see. Let's do more of it. So there's, like, neck breaks that you can do, melee moves that'll, that'll zero in, knife wounds, mm. pistol shots. Wasn't like, there a football game that did that? Uh, Yeah, I think it was called Blitz. Okay. Uh, or, yeah. They, like, was, x-ray showed you the injury yeah. or something? Hmm. So, uh, yeah, this one, if you pre-order, you get the uh, Kill Hitler mission. Ooh. Where he's, like... You get to replay the mission over and find different ways of killing Hitler. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. All right, uh, what else you got there? Uh, Nintendo selects Mario & Luigi Dream Team by Nintendo of America for the 3DS, and that's a Wednesday release. Mm. And Nintendo selects Kirby Triple Deluxe. Deluxe, thank you, by Nintendo of America. I'm out of there, there for the 3DS, and that's also a Wednesday release. And finally, oh, no, not finally, sorry. Uh, there's another one. Backman Championships. Championship Edition 2 Arcade <laughs> Game Series by Bandai Namco Entertainment America Incorporated. That's a mouthful. For the PS4, and that's a Friday release. Wow. And finally now, Halo 2 Ultimate Edition by Microsoft Game Studios for the Xbox One, and that's a Friday release. Halo 2? Halo Halo Wars. Sorry. Okay, I'm like, I'm like Halo, Halo Wars. I jumped over the wars. Okay. Halo, it's, Halo you know, Wars, whatever. If we all would just jump, jump over the wars, it all would all be a better place. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's Halo Wars has gotten... <laughs> and you dropped all the papers. <laughs> um, Halo Wars is like a real-time strategy Halo game. Okay. I don't know if anybody's interested in stuff that. Um, I don't know if anybody's interested in that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fun um, for a while, but then it gets boring. I There was one game in there that you mentioned. I was like, I didn't know that was coming out. Um, shoot. It was probably Sniper Elite 4. I thought it was coming out later in the month. Okay. You know, I'm still rocked over the uh, news of fucking South Park. 
I went, I checked. <laughs> you sent me. I, <laughs> you sent me the email. And I'm like, really? Okay, for those people who don't know, South Park Stick of, uh, Stick of Truth, as far when it, it when it was supposed to come out, it got delayed for almost a year. Yeah. About a year before it finally came out. Now, I played Stick of Truth. I love that game. I thought, you know what? It was, worth, it, it was worth it was worth the wait, wait right because it was a phenomenal it was damn near close a perfect game yeah it the way it played played like an actual episode of south park it it made fun of the things it needed to make fun and gloriously to where you're going oh my god it's great so when they announced the sequel south park the fractured butthole it's fractured butt with one t hole w h o l e you know yeah. and, well when you say fractured butthole it make people chuckle <laughs> <laughs> So it's got a crack in it. <laughs> so, uh, so That's it was supposed. Terrible. It was. I didn't say it was a good joke. <laughs> I just said it's a joke. It was supposed to come out in September. Yeah. And I remember when they made an announcement of last year's E3. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had like a little trailer, and at the end, Butters comes up and he's like, "Make sure you pre-order." And everyone's like, "Shut up, Butters!" Because everyone knows what happened to st- the stick of truth. Yeah. You figured, oh, fuck it, I got time, but they made the announcement. Like, you know what? I'm going to pre-order it, because when you pre-order it, you get, a, you get the Stick of Truth remastered for the PS4 or the Xbox One. Right. If you buy it digitally, you got it that day. But, you know, if you bought it hard copy, it comes, it comes with the game in the package. Right. I'm like, all right, you know what? I can wait. But I pre-ordered it. At last September comes close. They announced that they're postponed it till March of 2017. I'm like, okay, you know it's September, March. I got it. And at the time, I was like, okay, guys, I get the joke. It's funny. You figure we'll post. We're we were actually going to have it come out released in March, and we'll say September, and then we'll say we postpone it with air quotes, yeah, to make people go, oh, the sons of bitches are going to do it again, yeah. And it'd be like a laugh, like a ha-ha, we got you kind of thing. Well, then you sent me an email saying that, you know, an article saying I'm like, that, the, have you seen this? Because this was, to me, like monumentous news, not really for the for the everybody, but it could be. Well, for me. But I knew it was for you it was. So I'm like, have you seen this? And then, of course, the link that I sent you didn't come through. Right. So I was like, all right, let me fix that. And I sent it to you. And all he is, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I guess you haven't seen it. Because <laughs> it got postponed. Now, I went to work. So, you know, now, we have already established I was working all week. I looked at work, and sure enough, it's postponed. And there's no release date other than 1231, which meaning it's coming out sometime this year. We just don't know when. Well, the article stated it was between April this year and March of next year. Yeah, because they wanted it at some point in, in one of their quarters. Yeah. And I'm like, you sons of bitches, you fuckers. Like, I was hot. I was like, for about like, like 30 seconds, really. Because then I realized. Oh, something shiny. <laughs> well, no, no. I was like, well, Mass Effect comes out in March. So I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, I, I'm not strapped for like any kind of like real entertainment. And February 28th, Hori- um, Zero Horizon Dawn. Look, let me remember the name finally. <laughs> <laughs> comes out. So I'll be able to play that. And then until Mass Effect comes out. And then she loves Mass Effect. So I'll. You know, I, I'm okay living without South Park for a little while. It's yeah. just, it just hurts a little because I was really looking forward to playing in that sandbox again with superheroes this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know what? I mean, I, with March and then uh, May, Injustice Two comes out, so I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll be busy. You but got I, some things. To do. I got some gaming to do, so yeah. I'm not really like. Oh, it's the only gig I can afford one year. You know, <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I just, you know, maybe when it finally does come out, I, there's, I won't have anything to play. And I'll be like, all right, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you say? We take a break. Sounds good. Come back and get into the news. Sounds awesome. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, there you have it, folks. Uh, Another notch in the Geekster's belt, you might say, as an episode comes and goes. Yeah. But don't worry, there's another half. Oh, yeah. You know, um, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I enjoyed recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I did too, Ed. 
<laughs> he said that as a gun to point to his head. No, no, I love it. Help me. You can see he's blinking SOS. <laughs> I don't have to remind him he's doing a podcast. So no one can see him. No one can see his cries for help. <laughs> Apparently I'm losing my voice too now. Yeah. It's getting <clears> to the end of the night. Yep, getting to the end of the night. Long day at work saying, hi, how can I help you? Talking games and talking stuff coming on the air talking about things and stuff and stopping things and then yeah. <laughs> I was starting to my voice is kind of going dude come on we need, we need a break we just need a little break just hang on there little buddy we're almost done so yeah there yeah you have it. there you go thanks for listening I mean if you haven't done so already Please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. We're the Cross Lightsabers. That says Geeksters. There you go. When you type it in the search engine. And, um, give us a like. If you want to know when to listen to us live, I can well, tell you right now. Yeah, go ahead. I can tell you it's Sunday nights on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. All of a sudden, I decided to follow the Shantner for some reason. <laughs> well, you can tune to Aquanet Radio and those apps and just look for uh, whatever. <laughs> I screwed whatever. Up. whatever. You want to do another take, be like Adele? <laughs> that joke will make sense later in the week. <laughs> Just look for whatever any of those apps. But if you want to uh, see, know when we're going to be on live, it's going to start at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, yes. those, on those all those fine stations. And also, if you want to go to Twitter, we also are there, is there as well. You can follow us at, at Geeksters. That's well, right. There you go. Yeah, again, we've been talking about it in the past couple of weeks. Um, I've been working. So we decided and made the executive decision to say, you know what? Regardless of when, if you have off or not, we'll just start the show at 7.30. Make it good. We don't want to be like that television show on Fox where it bounces around. Yeah. Like one week it's on this time and a month later it's on another time. Or then it's on a completely different day on a completely different time. Yes. He's like consistency, consistency, consistency. There you go. Ed likes to dig in ruts. <laughs> <laughs> so know where people know where to find us. That's right. And keep coming back. So until further notice, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in just search for Aquanet Radio those apps and if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show seen I mean seen on the web our Facebook page or heard on the podcast or live show or you just want to say hi contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com that's S-H-A-W-N and we'll see you in part two Look at me, I rock. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>